Hello and welcome to The Great Code, brought to you by the Nigerian Electricity Hub. My name is Owosa Rahan, and every week we analyze pressing issues in the Nigerian electricity market. Nigerian electricity customers have been expecting a tariff increase since 2015. The tariff increase has been postponed a few times this year already, and the most recent on July 1st, 2020. Taking into consideration the economic impact of the global pandemic, the tariff hike has been moved to the first quarter of 2021. Joining me today to discuss the implications of a tariff hike is Ola Jumoke Ilano. Thank you so much for joining me today, Ola Jumoke. Good afternoon. It's my pleasure, Ahosa. Nice to be in touch with you again. Great. Thank you so much. So I'm just going to jump straight into it. So several countries, even in Africa, such as Uganda, have had increase in their tariffs and they've seen results in their electricity sector. Why do you reckon this is so difficult in Nigeria? Well, interesting, interesting question. Um, the issue of tariffs is always a very um, keenly contested, sometimes debated issue. Now, the tariff review process is a consultative one. Um, what is a tariff, really? Tariff is the cost. When we talk about tariff here, we're talking about tariff in the perspective of the electricity sector, and it is what the end user pays for the electricity that he or she you know, consumes. As I mentioned, the tariff review process is very consultative and must take into consideration the views and the concerns of all key stakeholders you know, uh, in the process. So it's not a, it's not a, a one-size-fits-all approach. It's um, consultative, and the regulator is the one that manages the whole interactive process of obtaining feedback from the key stakeholders, the distribution companies, the generation companies, uh, transmission, and also the customers. So this process is an um, interactive one. All the feedback must be coordinated by the regulator in order to decide what is the acceptable you know, tariff that the end user should um, pay at the end of the day. Now, um, there are various mechanisms for tariff review. And um, in some countries, you've mentioned the fact that other countries had increased their electricity tariffs without issues. That what about Nigeria? Many countries have gone about their tariff increase by in different you know, stages. Now, there's something a tariff can be cost-reflective, and when I mean cost-reflective, it means that it has taken into consideration all the costs that are, re- that are in the value chain that um, contribute to bringing the electricity to the end user, in addition to what is an agreed rate of return on those costs. So that's the cost-reflective uh, tariff. Now, some countries have been perhaps better able to manage this uh, process or the potential shock because while the tariffs are increased, not 100% of the cost was passed on to the consumer. So in situations, there have been situations in some countries where they do a tariff increase, but it's progressively passed on to the consumer. Now, that is what has happened actually in Nigeria since about August you know, 2019. So the, the whole tariff review process is an interactive one. Sometimes the stakeholders don't always agree. So the regulator plays a moderating role 
and is the arbiter who must balance the interests of the sector as a whole and create an efficient uh, market. So discos have since um, August 2019 been operating a somewhat cost-reflective tariff to a certain extent because minor reviews for six periods which were not done previously was done in um, August 2019. Now, since then, the distribution companies have been paying. Um, it, well, what has happened is that on through that tariff review process, a portion was passed on to the customers. Another portion is being borne by the federal government. So there has been some tariff review. It's just that another one is imminent because can the government continue to fund that portion that it has been carrying? We are aware of the challenges you know, that the COVID-19 pandemic has um, has Im impacted on the government revenues, on oil. And so the time is imminent for these and many other reasons. Of course. And so speaking on, on, the, on the government, which is the public side of things, are there potential investments in the distribution sector, to your knowledge, that is predicted on a tariff increment? Well, you know, the issue of increments only arises where there's a gap. So an increment in the cost of anything, in the, sale, in the sale, selling price of any commodity or service is um, predicated on the costs that go into producing that good or service. So an increment, as I've mentioned, is required when there is a gap. When you find out that when you add up all the costs and add your reasonable rate of return, the selling price at which the electricity is going for is lower than an increment is required. Now, what are the projects that require um, um, that the distribution company needs to fund? I mean, capital expenditure proje uh, projects are, are a very good example because the power sector is very capital intensive and most of the equipment that are being used are imported uh, there's the effect of foreign exchange on the prices of those items. So when you talk about the SCADA, the network improvements, purchase of transformers, feeder pillars, cables, you know, circuit breakers, there are a lot of things that the distribution company needs to put in place in order to provide quality service, you know, to its customers. And if there's a gap, then it will impact negatively on its ability to deliver this service. Operation such as you know, the skilled personnel, um, in-house, whether staff or contract staff that perform you know different services, also must be funded. You, the funding must come from somewhere; otherwise, the disco will not be able to carry out its assignment. Definitely, actually, that's a good point. So, speaking on funding, so it's been argued that this cost-reflective tariff should be effective before service is improved. How do you think the Nigerian electricity customer is feeling about this? You know, this is um, it's an interesting question you mentioned, and um, that's why I've said that um, the regulator has the responsibility to manage the different stakeholder interests and decide what is appropriate for the market at each particular point in time. One of the roles of the um, regulator is to create a market, an efficient market that allows the funding to flow into the sector, whether through equity or through debt. 
Now, if anybody is going to fund the markets, whether an investor, equity investor or a lender, they would consider whether their funds will come out and what they'll be looking to is the tariff. So it's almost like a chicken and egg scenario. Which comes first? Is it the tariff, cost-reflective tariff, or should the service levels have improved to a level where customers are satisfied? Now, what has happened in some countries, I've already alluded to that in the previous answer, is that the government, while deciding that this is how much, for example, a cost-reflective tariff is um, 100 naira per kilowatt hour, just as an example, and says, okay, distribution companies pay 50 or 60, let the customer pay 40. This is the way that you can bridge the gap so that the customers also, the consumers develop a, they begin to develop a sense of confidence in what the distribution companies are doing. And I would like to that that yeah. is what um, has been happening since uh, August 2019, where the tariff that the um, consumers are paying is not 100% of the cost. Some percentage is being borne by the government, some percentage is being borne by the end user. So it's good to let it be in place, but there are ways that you can manage it such that if the government is concerned that it doesn't want to put too much of a burden on the consumers, then the government can bear a portion of that tariff. Okay. Thank you so much for that. So the portion of the tariff, the regulator, um, NEC, expects an um, immediate improvement in remittances by distribution companies given the rise in tariffs. How realistic is this? Well, you know that um, this is only a problem because of the metering levels in Nigeria, in the Nigerian electricity supply industry. If customers were metered, then once you implement a tariff, it automatically takes effect in your meter. Now, metering has the added advantage that if your tariff now goes higher, an end user can decide to regulate consumption and usage by reducing the number of units of equipment that he leaves, he or she lives on, by changing to more energy efficient um, units of maybe bulbs and you know equipment. So this issue of the payment, immediate payment of um, the hundred percent of the bill when the tariff goes up is a challenge only because the metering is not up to a hundred percent. There are areas where fifty percent metered, some areas where um, coverage areas are less than fifty percent meters. Now, with the postpaid customers, customers that, are, that don't have meters, it becomes more challenging because this customer has set a particular amount that he wants to pay every month. And when that amount goes up on the bill, you know, the, he has to add this additional, take this additional and go and make the payment. So that's why this is a bit of a challenge in this climb. Now, we know that um, NERC, issued the meter asset provider regulation. In that regulation, three years was the time frame that it gave for metering to be completed. Now, that three-year period has not been exhausted yet. And so we still have, you know, pockets, large pockets of people who have not been metered yet. So it's for these um, estimated customers 
that there is a challenge because will they on day 30 from the issuance of the uh, new order be able to come up with the additional? If they had a meter, then they will have no choice because once you don't come up, you don't uh, put tokens in your meter, your meter goes off. So that is, I think, the, the challenge. You would also imagine that duty issues, there was additional duty that was imposed on um, importing meters into the country, which significantly slowed down the process of metering. And also the COVID-19 impact on value chains, on supply chains, that also slowed down the metering process, which is the reason why there would be some delays in increasing the tariff and then immediately expecting that, you know, the customers will be able to pay 100%. Now, the estimated uh, billing capping order has also not helped matters because while the discos want to pay 100% of their bills, there's a capping order now that restricts how much you can bill a customer. What happens to the difference? Okay. So NEC expects an immediate improvement in the remitters by the discos, given the rise in tariffs. How realistic is this expectation? Um, that's an interesting question, but um, it's only an issue or a challenge because of the level of metering within the Nigeria electricity supply industry. Normally, where customers were 100% metered, an increase in the retail tariff will take effect automatically. It will be programmed into the meters and the customers will be consuming electricity in their prepaid meters based on the new tariff. Now, so it really affects those who are postpaid customers and those who are not metered. Because a customer who is metered all he has to do is to load a certain amount of units based on his choice in the meter and the and consume electricity, which will now be deducted at the new tariff. In the NESI, there are some discos that have metered above, 100, above 50%, but there are some that have not even metered up to 50%. And so that poses a challenge because where a customer is on estimated billing, he may have programmed a certain amount uh, to pay each month, and now his bill goes up significantly, and he now has to make adjustments and prepare for that payment. With a customer who has a prepaid meter, he can make the choice, deciding whether he wants to constrain his use of energy by switching off the heavier equipment so that he his costs are better managed. So that is the advantage of somebody who is on a prepaid meter and, or who is even on a postpaid meter because you just switch off your appliances and um, there is no issue. But are customers able to immediately, those postpaid customers, are they able to immediately pay the incremental tariffs? Um, experience has shown that it takes some time for them to adjust to making allowances for to pay the incremental you know cost that is now embedded in the new in the increased tariff now you'll be aware you're obviously aware of the meter asset provider regulation which provides for meter asset providers to provide meters for the sector 
Now that had a three-year time frame to for there to be 100% metering within the NESI. However, that period has not elapsed and has been further delays have been occasioned because of the impact of on supply chains worldwide. And many of those meters are imported from China and other countries. And also because of the recent increase in duty Thank you. for imported meters, which also impeded the rate and the pace at which meters came into the country because there is a fixed price. You'll recall that there's a fixed price for meters. So when you have to pay 40% above what you had um, contracted to pay, then that poses a challenge. NEC also recently issued a capping on estimated billing. Now, NEC expects the discos to be able to pay 100% when this increase takes effect. Of course. Thank you so much for that. So how are the discos progressing the major performance improvement plans? Um, the performance improvement plans based on NEC timelines have been submitted by the distribution companies. Uh, NERC had developed a template that the discos had to fill and submit to the regulator. Now, the discos are expecting you know, feedback from NERC on the performance improvement plan. So basically, it is a work in, in progress. That's exactly where that uh, process is at the time. Well, thank you so, so much. It's been really insightful. I guess at this point, we're just then looking forward to the first quarter of 2021 to really see what comes about with the tariff hike. Thank you so much for joining me today, Jimonke. It's been a pleasure having you on the podcast. Thank you very much.